Welcome, everyone. You're listening to the Empowered Word of Faith podcast. Good evening, everyone. This is Evangelist Alfreda Lockett Evans. I'm from Full Gospel Holy Temple Church in Dallas, Texas. Tonight, we're going to talk about an interesting topic entitled, I'm going to let my little light shine. The scriptures tell us that we're to let our little light shine so that God himself can be glorified. Matthew 5, 14 through 16 says, Ye are the light of the world. A city that is set on an hill cannot be hid. Neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel, but on a candlestick, and it giveth light unto all that are in the house. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. We're going to take a little time tonight to analyze the source of the light that we're to allow to shine through us. What the scripture that I just read is saying to us is that we are to allow the light of Jesus Christ to shine in our lives. But before we can let the light shine, we have to get to know the light. The Bible first speaks of the origin of light in Genesis 1 and 1 through 4. Let's read those scriptures. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. And the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. And God said, Let there be light, and there was light. And God saw the light, that it was good, and God divided the light from the darkness. So we see that God himself created light. It was actually the first thing that he created. The Bible reveals in John 1 and 1 through 5 that Jesus, who is the Word of God and who was with God in the beginning, is the light that shines through the darkness. Those scriptures, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him, and without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. And the light shineth in darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. David, in the book of Psalms, spoke of Jesus as the light that mankind needs to see through the darkness of this world. Psalms 27 and 1, The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? Psalms 119.105 says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. In John 8 and 12 and John 12.46 through 47, Jesus revealed himself as the light of the world. Verse 12, Then spake Jesus again unto them, saying, I am the light of the world. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. And then John 12, 46 and 47 says, I am come a light into the world, that whosoever believeth on me should not abide in darkness. And if any man hear my words and believe not, I judge him not. 
For I, I came not to judge the world, but to save the world. So we've determined now, based on the scriptures, that light was created by God. That light is necessary for man to be able to navigate through this lost and dying world. And that Jesus Christ is the source of the light that we all need. Jesus, then, is our example of the light that should be shining through us. In order for us to know what should be emanating through us, we have to know these six things about Jesus. Number one, he was full of the Holy Ghost. Luke three twenty one through 22. Now, when all the people were baptized, it came to pass that Jesus also being baptized and praying, the heaven was opened. And the Holy Ghost descended in a bodily shape like a dove upon him. And a voice came from heaven, which says, Thou art my beloved son, in thee I am well pleased. Number two, he was completely without sin. First Peter 2, 21 through 23, For even hereunto were ye called, because Christ also suffered for us, leaving us an example that ye should follow his steps who did no sin, neither was guile found in his mouth, who, when he was reviled, reviled not again. When he suffered, he threatened not, but committed himself to him that judgeth righteously. Number three, he was devoted to the work that his father gave him. John four thirty three through 34. Therefore said the disciples one to another, Hath any man brought him aught to eat? Jesus said unto them, My meat is to do the will of him that sent me, and to finish his work. This fourth thing you need to know about Jesus. He put the needs of others above himself. Matthew 20 and 28 says, Even as the Son of Man came not to be ministered unto, but to minister and to give his life a ransom for many. Number five, he was totally obedient to the Father. Luke twenty-two forty-one through 42, and he was withdrawn from them about a stone's cast and kneeled down and prayed, saying, Father, if thou be willing, remove this cup from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but thine be done. And then number six, he accomplished his mission which was to die for the sins of men so that those who believed in him might be saved. Revelation 1, 17 through 18. And when I saw him, I fell at his feet as dead. And he laid his right hand upon me, saying unto me, Fear not, I am the first and the last. I am he that liveth and was dead. And behold, I am alive forevermore. Amen. And have the keys of hell, and of death. So now we have a clear picture of what Jesus was like. And if we're to be like him, we must also allow his light to shine through us. How much like Jesus are you? You need to ask yourself. Can someone who is lost in sin find his way back to God through your life? Why don't you answer the following questions for yourself to see just how Christ-like you are? Question number one, do you have the Holy Ghost? 
You cannot live a successful Christian life without it. Number two, have you been able to quit the sin business? If you're still lying, you've heard me say these before. If you're still lying and cheating and cussing, sipping, dipping or tipping, you're not saved and you do not have the light of the world, Jesus Christ, in you. Number three, are you actively working for your heavenly father? God has a work for each of us to do, and he will require that work of us. 1 Corinthians 3, 13 through 15, let us know that there is a judgment for those of us who are saved, and it will be based on the work that we do right here on planet Earth. Don't let him catch you with your work undone. Let's read 1 Corinthians 3, 13 through 15. Every man's work shall be made manifest, for the day shall declare it because it shall be revealed by fire, and the fire shall try every man's work of what sort it is. If any man's work abide, which he hath built thereupon, he shall receive a reward. If any man's work shall be burned, he shall suffer loss, but he himself shall be saved, yet so as by fire. Okay, here's number four. When was the last time that you esteemed the needs of others greater than your own? Are you actively involved in getting others into the kingdom of God? Nobody can answer these questions for you but you. Question number five. How yielded and obedient are you to God? If he calls you to intercede for someone, for example, at 4 a.m., would you do it? We are all called to be a light or an example of Jesus Christ's love. How brightly is your light shining? So it's reveal time. Guess what? If others are unable to see the light of Christ in your life, it could be that you don't really have him abiding within you. My friend, if you've never repented of your sins, then you're just not saved. The good news is that you can be saved today. Receiving salvation is an act of your will. Jesus has already done the hard work of dying for you so that you do not have to spend eternity without God. The Bible tells us that if you repent, he is just and faithful to forgive you of your sins. He says that he will in no wise cast you out. No matter how much wrong you have done, you're not so bad that God will not forgive you. But you have to ask him for it. Everybody who knows anything about the Bible knows John 3.16. So let's read that together. But God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Once you're saved and have received Jesus as your Savior, his light will begin to shine through you. You too can let your little light shine. May God bless you. Now, if you still have questions about how to get all the way over into God, how to be saved and how to live for him and how to let his light shine through you, I invite you to join us at Full Gospel Holy Temple Church in Dallas, Texas. Our pastor is Apostle H.L. Murray, Jr., and we're located at 39727 LBJ Freeway. 
You can learn more information about our church at www.fghht.org.